life. There will be a uh, financial crisis, health issues, work-life changes, and uh, natural disasters. So life is full of tough challenges. Most of them are unexpected. Most of them need are very difficult to overcome. So uh, you need your inner strength, uh, effective coping skills, and support to overcome these difficulties. Bouncing back from these difficulties is uh, resilience. Well, welcome, welcome to Dr. Jiko podcast, season two, challenging and resilient stories. I am uh, your host, Dr. Raji Arabi. And this episode, we are having a wonderful guest, a beautiful mother of three children, a therapeutic radiographer, a clinical practice educator, a badminton enthusiast. You can tell more about her, a traumatic uh, practitioner, a coach, a performance coach and a career coach. She is an expert in empowering women to unleash their ambitions. And personally, I admire her uh, cool and powerful videos in LinkedIn. It's my honor and pleasure to invite Ms. Urvina Shah to the Dr. Jiko podcast. Vanakam, welcome, Ms. Urvina Shah. Thank you. Thank you, Raji. Um, that's a wonderful introduction. Um, so thank you very much for that. Yeah, it's my I'm pleasure. glad to be here. Yeah, it's my pleasure. And uh, please tell us about yourself, which we are not about you. Oh, yeah. OK, lovely. Um, so so I was I'm Indian, but I was actually born in Kenya, um, but lived probably most of my life now in England, in London. Um, as you saw, as you know, I'm married. I've got three children, and um, one of my children has got special needs, which is often uh, probably what drives me uh, a lot in life. Um, I think I'm I'm an actual an eternal optimist um, and very solution focused. Actually, to the point that um, my friend often says to me, "Come on, give me some sympathy. I really don't want a solution right now." <laughs> so it's very, it's very second nature for me to be a solution uh, focused uh, than sympathize. Although having said that, because I work in a, a cancer environment, um, I'm sympathizing all day long. So I suppose once I leave, <laughs> I really have left that to one side. Um, often. Sometimes people describe me as easygoing. I, in fact, my son only recently was telling me, mom, you know what, you're really easygoing, but you have an OCD about tidiness. <laughs> I, think that was because he, I think that was because he didn't want to tidy up. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, and um, I, I'm, a, I'm a really, as I said, a very positive individual. Um, lots of things have shaped me. Um, I think one thing that I've certainly learned very early on is this idea to serve. And I think that is what has led me to become a therapeutic radiographer in the cancer, in, the, in radiotherapy treating cancer, also becoming, uh, you know, a clinical educator for my students, then becoming a coach and then becoming a, 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 a traumatic, uh, a trauma practitioner. And I think all of these things have been because of this idea to serve. And I also run a disability group in, in my community uh, for, that, for that very reason. So I, and, and actually gives me a lot of joy, a lot of joy. Yeah. yeah. And recently also that has led me to, to start my own business as well in, in coaching mm -hmm. um, with that view that actually I could even serve even a wider group of people mm -hmm. um, than I originally thought. 
Uh, it's it's just very uh, it's very happy to hear about your uh, volunteer activities, and uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it shows you are you are a profile, you are a attitude shows uh, you are such an optimistic personality. So definitely, uh, this episode will be an uh, uh, a game changing episode definitely for <laughs> everyone. Yes, uh, absolutely. You have high expectations. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah, from the higher professional, a higher human being. <laughs> yeah, uh, please tell us about your uh, joyous moments. Uh, because in joyous moments, uh, definitely a variety of lessons we can learn from that. And, yeah. and of course, your perspective is uh, absolutely unique and authentic. So please share about this. Yeah, I'd love to. I think I have many joyous moments, but I, I feel one that really stands out, particularly around this month. March is a special month for me because one, it's, um, it's the month of International Women's Day. It's uh, of, in, the, in, in England, it, there's Mother's Day in March and it's also my birthday in March. Wow, wow. So it holds special moment for me, particularly around my mother. Um, mm. And uh, this, this, this sounds weird. It's a joyous part of my life. But she, um, the last nine months of when my mother uh, got diagnosed to the point of which she died, it was nine months. And um, I have to say that was a very joyous moment in our lives, in my life. And whilst, of course, it was sad, and of course, there were moments when there were they were uh, really, you felt, oh my God, you know, I don't want to lose her. They were very, very, it was a joyous night months. And, and then the predominantly because she allowed it. She from day one accepted it and she allowed it. She allowed it with open arms. She allowed us the time. Um, we spent, I spent a lot of time with her in those nine months. Obviously, you know, when you get married, you move away, you know, you don't spend as much time with your your immediate family, your, we are five of us. And so the five of us did that in those, during those nine months, whether it be some of us four or five months, but we did that in those nine months. And for some part of that, the grandchildren too, as well. But it was so special, those five months, those four or five months, because it rekindled our connection with each other. You know, because you all grow over time, don't you? From when you were children with your parents, then when you become adults, you become parents yourself. And this relationship completely changes. And my relationship with my mother has always been one of a friendly, rela friendship relationship, you know, more than a mother-daughter. So, and my mother had a, a great ability to use humor. And so we laughed a lot. A lot of laughing happened in those, in those months. Um, uh, we developed the re relationship with my brother because he'd been away for such a long time as well. So uh, I, I would say those, especially this time of year, it really brings to me those moments of pure joy we had together. We cooked together, we laughed together, we watched all these soap operas, the Indian soap operas, and we're just in hysterics half the time. So we had a really, really fun time. And what I really learned is how you can die with dignity you know, how you can live to the end with dignity. You can be in pain. You can be knowing that your end life is going to end, but you can live it with no regrets. You know, you can just really be joyful and appreciate everything and everyone around you, but you make the most of it, you know? Um, 
so yeah, that was for me, I would say one of the most joyous moments. It was a very special time. I said, no, you definitely will have a different perspective. Yeah, uh, your mother is definitely an iron lady. You know, she yeah. just allowed her to do everything during that period. It's very difficult for a human being to accept, to overcome yeah. such a resilient personality she is. She was, she really, truly, truly was. She was uh, quite a visionary. She, she never, she never um, looked at challenges and thought, I can't do that. She always, always, uh, you know, took the challenge. There was never a point in her life where she would say, no, I can't do that. In fact, she was one of the first ladies in Africa, in Kenya at that time to work in an environment with full of men. And she was very high in her position. So she was quite a pioneer of her time as well. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 uh, it's your heredity, right? It, it shows. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, get, I learned, I saw a lot of that from her. So I, maybe I, I obviously picked some of that up. Yeah, admired, inspired. You don't need any yeah. special mentor and a coach from outside. Yeah, correct. You have it all at home. You have it around the people around you. It's, pure, it's purely your what you observe, how you observe matters with your yes, family. Correct. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, it's nice. Absolutely. And uh, you, uh, you have said that uh, you need to uh, live a life with no regrets. Do you yes. have any regrets in your life? You know, I'm very much like my mother and I live life with no regrets. When I make a decision, it's a decision that will take me forward. I will never, I don't look back at it then. Mm -hmm. So I really don't feel I do have any regrets in life um yeah no I don't I don't perhaps a little one in that I mentioned before my daughter has learning difficulties and perhaps uh not picking it up early enough but having said that actually in, in the grand scheme of things we picked it up very, I picked it up quite quickly mm -hmm. I, I, no you would have to say no overall yeah that's a that's a right attitude it shows you are belief in yourself yeah okay uh, would you care to share about your difficult times and what kind of emotions uh, you are carried during the time yes I, I mean i again i mentioned about my daughter who's got learning difficulties when we discovered that she had those learning difficulties and the journey from that point onwards it was difficult especially in the early days. Um, you know, there was a lot of things you had to learn, not only how do we cope? How do we, how do we even do things as parents with a child that is not typical, okay? Pa parenting is hard enough, but then when you, had a, you have a child who has things that you just don't understand. I mean, they were things she did and you just thought, where, how, how does she see it like that? How does she experience it like that? You had no idea, you know, because in typical children, you kind of have an idea because you went through it yourself. So the whole learning journey around that, it was a few years before we, I know for myself before, I felt I had accepted it, but I hadn't actually. It took me a, a few years. I kind of went with the, with the motion. I knew what the moment I was, I had an inkling but the moment I was very, it was verified by a doctor, 
I just, both my husband and I kind of just went into the motion of, okay, what do we do need to do next? What is the plan? We need to set up speech and language therapy or occupational therapy or by find the right schools or X, Y, Z. And it was continuous. It was relentless for a few years because you were still trying to figure it out. But at the same time, you were so, you had to, you had to, it was such a strong feeling. I've got to do something. I've got to do something now. But you didn't fully understand. We didn't fully understand. So it was quite difficult. And that whole grief process that we went through. And we, of course, both of us went through that process differently. You know, we got to the stages at different points. So that caused, pro not problems, but it, your, your relationships, you started really, really wondering about, okay, how do we, how do, we do this together? We're at different points. You know, I got get to the point much quicker. And so it would make me angry that he's not there. So all these emotions were coming out of anger, of guilt as a mother, particularly, you know, what did I do wrong? Was it during the pregnancy? Maybe I didn't breastfeed enough. Didn't I? Did I? Um, I don't know. All kinds of things, you know, maybe it was in genetics. Um, you know, you, you go through all these kinds of thoughts about the guilt that it's your fault, you know, so that, and all of these process, part of that grief process, all of the stages take a time, take some time to get through until you get to that acceptance stage. And I'm not saying even now there are things that happen and you still immediately fall into that grief process. But what we're better at now is getting through it much, much more quickly. You know, it, it doesn't take nearly so long. You instantly realize, ah, okay, yeah, right. Go through it, dun, 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 dun. Those are your, your four or five stages, quick, 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 you know, and you're at the point of acceptance. But at that point in time, it was very, very difficult. You know, the first, I would say at least um, five, six years were, were difficult. And of course we had, we had two other children as well. You know, one, my eldest was, uh, when we first discovered this, my eldest was uh, five or six and my youngest was only, uh, he was six months. So, you know, there was a lot going on. And so it was also about adjusting to that life as to how do you give the, that uh, um, attention to all your children, but you have, and, and, and ultimately we didn't. You know, you've, we found, I found myself giving so much more attention to my daughter because I was figuring it out. I needed for her to be in a good place and for myself, you know? So, so many years go by before you, you figure the pieces of the puzzle start fitting in and before you realize and before you, you acknowledge, yeah, you know what, actually even the, the boys had a part to play. I need to do this for them or that. Not that we didn't, but the attention the same attention wasn't given to the boys. I mean, they are, they are absolutely wonderful boys. And this whole experience has changed every single one of us, particularly, not, maybe not so much my youngest because he was, that was what he knew all along, mm -hmm. um, but certainly my eldest as well. And, but they are better for it. You know, they appreciate what is different about people, how to accept people for all their differences. You know, and it changed my husband and I completely in terms of how we parent. You know, we became better parents mm -hmm. because we realized, and then and it's part of our culture. Certainly, in my family, everybody is educated. Everybody goes to university. The state, you know, there's, there's a element of this status and mm -hmm. what you need to achieve. There's these expectations, and we soon realized actually we can't do that with her. Mm -hmm. You know, 
she is our own individual and and what works for her and what works for typical children doesn't work for her but that changed our perception completely with our boys as well and so they so they they are brought up in a way that is not a typical indian way or what we class as what i am perceiving to be you know i'm generalizing here i i realize that but um you know so we've never we've never pushed them that okay they need to be ex- doing exactly this or that you know so yeah it it taught us a hell of a lot yes uh, you know the balancing is very difficult during the time because mm-hmm. both of uh, our other kids also very uh, it's uh, having a very tender age 5 years or 6 mm-hmm. months it's very difficult for them to adapt you know yeah. the 5 years is even though 6 months we can able to handle since uh, he doesn't aware about anything the 5 years mm. is very difficult very difficult moreover the mm. the the older children have different type of emotions when they become older mm. even though they are 5 years they become uh, the senior person in their family even though they are 5 mm. years the younger one That's even right. though they attain uh, 30 years or 25 years still they they are the youngest person they are not uh, we treat them as a younger one only so yeah they, they they do become wiser for their ages yeah yeah <laughs> right? more, yeah more, more mature yeah. mature very much more quickly exactly 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 mm. so yeah it's a it's a really a, a, a proper resilient lesson we have learned and uh, mm. you please express how do you overcome from this guilt that uh, balance uh, difficulty in balancing that moment and of course uh, you said no this one of the saddest thing which you should not able to convert into the depressed form you are in mm. that position because since you were yeah. a, a head of the family a mother is a head of the family to the yeah. uh, we can say it's not about the father because the mother is the one she makes the family the together so in that yes. position if she is not right definitely there will be a turmoil in the whole family correct right. so how do you overcome it, from that situation it's, yeah because it's it's a huge responsibility mm, you yeah, know um, uh, the nurturing i mean it's the hardest job in the world <laughs> to be a parent yeah absolutely yeah it's a huge responsibility you're bringing all these people into the world and you want them to be decent human beings yeah absolutely absolutely in terms of overcoming that i think what i certainly did and i'm very much like that you know if i have a problem the first thing is to do, okay what know about it all arm myself with the knowledge and then how do i find a solution you know doing through research and one of the things i really value is talking and i to talk things out i do not like bottling things up um and uh I was very fortunate in that at that time my mom my mom was still around my sister was my sister and my brother my husband was not the best communicate in terms of talking openly but this changed him too because it was almost forced upon right we have really got to talk about this and because that was also important to him it made him open up you know um he was his his, his baby girl so you know and and she she was his favorite so it mm-hmm. it made him open so the talking really really helped whether you cried in that whether you became angry but you had it out you know uh, and that was the biggest i think a change in in uh, 
helping us heal. Mm. Yeah. Um, and planning things, uh, planning, okay, where, especially initially is, you know, how do we, because if she was, we had to plan for all her appointments and her treatments and, and then in between, how do we as a family help her through that and the boys, et cetera, et cetera. And so, you know, um, and I always, uh, you know, thought, okay, I've got, as parents, when you don't, and we, we can, you can turn to books, right? Uh, to, for that knowledge or the, at that time, there wasn't as much on the internet, but books played a big part in sort of arming ourselves with knowledge and talking to other people who went through, and you really don't appreciate how many people do until you're in that position. And until you are able to share that with other people and the sharing part was very, very useful because it, you did feel you were not isolated, you know, you were not alone mm -hmm. and, and people had all kinds of resourceful things that they had done to help their children quite, of course, that not, you're not always in the same position, but it's so useful knowing about all these resources as well that people do and ideas and creative things you know mm -hmm. so yeah that's that's kind of the way way I dealt with it um, in overcoming that uh, that difficult time and you know that one the thing that shifted it completely for me in terms of that acceptance piece was my husband and I wrote an article about mm -hmm. her in our community magazine mm -hmm. and putting it out in black and white but mm -hmm. to the whole world Mm -hmm. completely shifted me mm -hmm. to the point of acceptance and that mm -hmm. was I remember that because it was a real chemo and made me realize oh my god I really hadn't accepted it I thought I had and that must have been back in oh, she oh, by this time probably three four years after we had discovered it discovered mm -hmm. about her, her issue yeah yeah uh, it's, it's a perfect thing uh, the acceptance you know acceptance mm -hmm make you express your emotions, expressing your emotions and acknowledging your emotions definitely makes you to heal. And uh, that's a, a healing, the healing journey is definitely a learning plan. And uh, it's a definitely a breakthrough for your husband, who seems to oh, be an yeah. introvert. He just you opened up. Right. Yeah, he just opened that extrovert. See, it shows every challenges in our life makes us a, a better version, the best version of ourselves. Uh, of course, introvert is also a best thing. The thing is how he expressed himself to, her, to his daughter. Mm. That matters, that matters. Yes. And yeah. uh, you said, no, I just, when I start accepting myself, I started to heal, you yeah. know? Yeah. That's, a yeah. that's a thing, everyone, the person who are listening to this podcast need to understand that. When we start accept our mistakes, when we start accept our problems, it definitely becomes a challenges. When it becomes a challenges, definitely we are having that energy, that attitude to face the challenges. Uh, that's fantastic. You know, you're, you're quite right about that energy because even to this day, I still remember that change in energy in me. Mm -hmm. Maybe because I was, I was quite self-aware, but yeah, that point, even though I thought I had accepted it, but that point I remember so well that that shift in my energy was good. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, so when there are any other moments uh, you recall as a breakthrough or a turning point in your life? Observe, uh, of oh, course, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, you are, you are a, a parental experience itself is a, a biggest turning point. Do you yeah. recall any other uh, specific moments? 
Yeah. Um, so actually, there was an incident back in the summer of 2005. Mm -hmm. um, I had uh, gone to pick her up from school and had an incident with the headmistress who turned around to me to say that, sorry, we cannot accommodate your child anymore. You're going to have to move her out. And our dream was always to have our three children in one school uh, because this was a mixed school. So it completely turned everything upside down because we thought, okay, gosh, now, now where do we do? But that, that I have to one day, I hope I meet this woman one day because I have to thank her <laughs> because it made me, uh, it led me to coaching. Mm -hmm. Because at that point in time, I thought, you know what, I really want to understand how can I get the right responses from people? How can I get my questions the right way? How can I fight for my daughter? Mm -hmm. You know, what is the best way of doing this? And that's when I started exploring coaching, uh, particularly neuro-linguistic programming. And I then went on to become uh, trained and became a neuro-linguistic programming, uh, became a coach. And uh, so yeah, that was a real breakthrough moment for me. And it then completely changed my life. Um, the acceptance stage happened before, but then that completely, completely changed my life. So that was one moment. And the, the, other, the other moment was actually quite recently. Mm -hmm. um, of, uh, when I, I have been in my career uh, as a therapeutic radiographer for 27 years, and uh, a couple of years ago, in fact, I think the trigger moments were um, the passing of my mom, which was in 2016. Um, and then my own uh, health uh, around uh, factors around my health. And these were trigger moments for me when I decided, okay, I absolutely love my job, right? I love uh, being a practice educator and helping all these students and staff become the better versions of themselves and what made me my career was kind of getting to a standstill but I didn't at that point realize that I didn't acknowledge or even recognize that I had so many skills I had I had accumulated that I could use somewhere else it didn't have to be just in radiotherapy and that was a real breakthrough moment for me and which at which point I then decided right I'm going to leave the NHS and set up my own coaching business so you know at the age of 50 that decision was made and I think that's another pivotal moment in life for me the age suddenly you look back and you think okay I've got this many years left life is too short and I always had this view but all of a sudden that became very very poignant um, and so yeah that was another breakthrough moment for me there are probably more <laughs> smaller <laughs> ones but those are the probably the two main interesting ones. interesting uh, yeah yeah Personally, I have learned so many things from you. Thank you so much for that. Okay, what you have learned in your entire life and what are the things you want to share and you want to tell to the audience who are listening this podcast? You have a more and more experience. You are having a more and more turning points and you have taken your life in a very positive way. So definitely you have learned so many lessons. You uh, are mm. sharing this definitely. It will give a, a boost to the people who are listening, people who are uh, facing the challenges, challenges during this period. 
okay oh wow that's a big responsibility <laughs> but what i would say is do you know what learn from your kids you know we all think oh gosh you know us as parents we should know it all or we do know it all but we don't you know the, our children have their own destinies their own experiences um and i know i have learned so but i still do they teach me all kinds of things around especially around technology you know um the the my just what you do as well you are a role model so your kids are picking that up i can give you an example when my daughter was around 9 years old it was her birthday mm-hmm. and uh, we had invited some of her friends and family around and spontaneously she got up and gave a small speech to thank everyone now bearing in mind she has speech and learning difficulties speech and speech and language difficulties mm-hmm. and i looked at her and i thought to myself i said to her gosh i'm really proud of you that you just stood up there and impromptu without preparation spoke to everyone and she's looked at me as if in total amazement to say but mom you do it so why can't i do you know and at that point i said no wow you know you really how you behave makes such a big difference to people right and we all have a responsibility to show that to the world um and of course learning about yourself because the more you learn the more you grow the more you can share and the better versions of yourself you become so i've learned that a lot and 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 learning about myself uh, my identity and what what that means for me and for people around me and what is important to me um and this one thing i always think is life is too short i have worked in the cancer field for so long and, and what happened to my mom and many people around me you just think life is too short you know you've got to live each day as it comes you've got to make the most of it and you've got to try and live outside of your comfort zone because that's where the most learning occurs mm. yeah and so you you got to live your dreams you know just let it be a dream mm. at least at least try <laughs> if nothing else uh, and and most of all in all of that journey have fun you know there's something that my girlfriends and i always talk about and that is we call it vitamin f <laughs> friends vitamin nice <laughs> <laughs> oh. because it's just so you know your friends play such an important role for you you know um especially if you're like-minded people so surround yourself yeah. with people like that and life just is becomes a lot more fun yes yes beautiful beautiful expressions you know uh, be the person who you want to become That's be right. the person yeah. uh, who uh, you want to become what children how you want to see your children just be the person becomes yeah exactly that exactly yeah, that yeah. Yeah. yeah so your daughter uh, definitely a, a powerful girl she just she just uh, uh, accepting everything he she just even this this itself shows the children are watchers everything in and around them yeah so yeah. we are uh, purely accountable for uh, everything they are doing now so you are uh, definitely a role model for your family not only as uh, one girl your family entire family and i love that vitamin f you know <laughs> 
it's it's very very funny and it's very interesting and it's very important thing for each human being mm. the journey is no self awareness acceptance and how you become resilient yeah it's it's it's, it's, yeah. it's just amazing and in certain areas i am having the goosebumps when you express your uh, uh, your uh, moments how do you overcome in that moment i had i had definitely seriously i had the goosebumps oh uh, yeah you know and uh, you are a very good uh, coach and uh, oh, please uh, tell about your uh, coaching uh, institute what you are going to start and what you are running no you just tell about uh, yes. things and what are the things you are going to coach the people you just tell about yes. things after this uh, sure. we finish this uh, episode okay thank you thank you raji so it was i actually been mostly career coaching for the last 11 years um and um recently though i've uh, set up with a business partner and we are focusing on um coaching women particularly those women with families who have been in a career for a long long time a little bit like me who have had may have had to work have children so you know have to nurture that have to do all the stuff that goes with being a wife a mother a daughter in law etc and um so in, and they get to a point in the career because they have quite rightly spent so much time nurturing their families that they get to a point where they they are stuck in the career mm-hmm. you know they've just plodded along up to that point and they now don't know they want to they want to do something with their lives with their careers it's an important part of them it's you know so it it so they so it's just helping them to discover what their skills are what's important to them what their passions are and where where they what they can do whether it be in that same organization or somewhere completely different or even become an entrepreneur mm-hmm. um so that that those that's what the kind of uh, demographics we're focusing on so you'll you'll see they're mostly around the ages of between 35 and 55 40 to 55 even mm-hmm. but that's not to say because as a coach of course you can co- i can coach anybody mm-hmm. uh but this is what we are focusing on my my business part is also quite a sports enthusiast so mm-hmm. and I, as you know i play badminton as well mm-hmm. so that's an area that we would really like to going forward at focus on as well because um we both of us like sports too that's interesting um it's you can coaching right you can yeah u k a n okay yeah. you can, you can you coaching can. yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. that's also interesting <laughs> uh, i thought that some other name you can like that but it's means you can that's uh, nice you can yeah instead of the c you can mm. it's u k a n okay okay yeah. okay okay it's Since a very it Yeah exactly <laughs> and of course of course my business partner's name starts with an a as well uh, and I'm a u so uh, yeah. the u and the yeah all yeah. of it combined and it became you can yes you can definitely you can yeah okay. so it's it's quite a, it got a lot of positive connotation to it already so <laughs> thank you so much it's my pleasure it's my honor having a, a guest like you and uh, I definitely I have learned so many things uh, from your post from your videos and now this this interview this podcast make me uh, you know i i can't able to put up in a words it's just amazing i had a oh. i'm seriously amazing experience uh, it's thank you so much 
thank you so much definitely we'll meet some other time thank you so much for this interview and uh, the sharing what you have shared definitely have a huge 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 impact on the people lives i am damn sure this podcast goes viral i'm damn sure about <laughs> it <laughs> i like thank that you so positivity much. yeah thank you nograj <laughs> it was a pleasure it was an absolute pleasure and perhaps the the leaving mark would be to live life uh, not make it perfect but imperfectly perfect yeah <laughs> nice 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 <laughs> Yeah. Thank yeah, you very much. Yes, striving for excellence. Thank you. Thank you so much.